Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to CBS News Roundup ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. First vaccine shots in the UK. It's the beginning of the end of this pandemic. Not enough doses for the US. Pfizer's already committed those doses to other countries. Security flaws in popular devices. Remote controlled cameras, printers, and routers. Good morning. I'm Steve Kathan with the CBS World News Roundup. It could mark the beginning of the end of the coronavirus pandemic, the first vaccine shots given today in the United Kingdom. CBS's Vicki Barker is in London. In just a few seconds, 90-year-old Margaret Keenan became the world's first person to get the Pfizer COVID vaccine since its approval here last week. This is a terrible, terrible disease, so we do do want rid of it, you know, so anything that helps is a bonus, isn't it? I feel really emotional. British Health Secretary Matt Hancock was watching. It was very um, straightforward and over in seconds, but it's such an important moment in beating this disease. Health officials hope to have vaccinated most of the most vulnerable here by Easter. Kate Bingham heads Britain's COVID task force. My gut feel is that we will all be going on summer holidays. But COVID restrictions likely to remain in place here for months. Vicki Barker, CBS News, London. Here at home, the Trump administration is pushing back on the New York Times report that it turned down the chance to buy millions of extra vaccine doses from Pfizer over the summer. Here's CBS News White House correspondent Weijia Jiang. Senior administration officials are denying the reports and said they are absolutely confident that there will be enough doses to vaccinate the American people before the middle of next year. In July, the U.S. government signed a contract with the American company Pfizer, locking in 100 million doses of the vaccine, enough for 50 million people. But there are reports it had the option to buy much more than that. The company is not able to comment on any confidential discussions with the U.S. government. The resurgence of the coronavirus in this country has brought more shutdowns or the threat of new action in several states. Yelp estimates nearly 100,000 businesses closed permanently from the beginning of the pandemic through August. CBS's David Begno is in one of the nation's tourist capitals. The famous Las Vegas Strip is a little less crowded in the age of coronavirus. We got hit hard by the pandemic. There's no other way to look at it. That is Jonas Peterson. He is CEO of the Las Vegas Global Economic Alliance. He says the city's unemployment numbers hit great recession levels. But he says the hospitality industry is primed for a major comeback. The big key to success is the vaccine. And then there are the workers who say they are close to losing everything. People like Jeffrey Gove. Gove was laid off from his IT management job at a Vegas casino back in May. And with few casinos hiring, there has been no income for himself and his wife, who uses a wheelchair. I'm 56. 
and I'm tapping my retirement to survive now. President-elect Joe Biden intends to nominate retired four-star Army General Lloyd Austin to be his defense secretary. If confirmed, Austin would be the first African-American Pentagon chief. CBS News military analyst Jeff McCausland says Austin led American forces in Iraq in the early 2000s. During his career, Austin gained a reputation for strong leadership, integrity, and sharp intellect. He would not, however, be, to my mind, a prototypical defense secretary, as he is shied from the public eye and often referred to as a very quiet general. And Austin, who retired in 2016, would need a congressional waiver. By law, defense secretaries have to be out of the service for at least seven years. The Trump administration has complied with a federal judge's order restoring the program that shields young immigrants from deportation. And it opens the door to new DACA applications, which had been effectively frozen since 2017. The administration's still pursuing other legal avenues. New findings from a cybersecurity firm pinpoint software weaknesses in a lot of the devices we use every day. CBS's Wendy Gillette. The cybersecurity firm Forescout calls its discovery Amnesia 33. Vulnerabilities in Internet-connected devices such as remote-controlled temperature sensors and cameras, smart plugs and printers, and office routers that give hackers an easy route to intrusions. A worst-case scenario is hackers crippling water, power, or automated building management systems. The U.S. Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency recommends taking defensive actions. Florida authorities investigating an alleged hack into the state's emergency response system raided the home of a woman who was fired earlier this year as a COVID-19 data coordinator, seizing her computer equipment. Rebecca Jones was let go for publicly raising questions about Florida's virus numbers. Aviation legend Chuck Yeager has died at 97. He was the World War II flying ace who was the first person to break the sound barrier in 1947. About half of the engineers gave us no chance at all of ever successfully flying beyond the speed of sound. They said it's a so-called barrier and the airplane would go out of control or disintegrate. But I didn't look at it that way. Yeager's test pilot exploits were told in the book and movie The Right Stuff. He returned to combat in the Vietnam War and spent his later years as an aircraft consultant. Well, it seemed Dick Allen could send baseballs into the great beyond. The feared Major League slugger died yesterday at 78. Mitchell Nathanson wrote a biography of the 1972 American League MVP. He had 11 seasons, 64 through 74, when he was not just an all-star, but a top-shelf Major League all-star. Allen's number 15 was retired by the Philadelphia Phillies in September. Six years ago, he fell one vote short of being elected to the Hall of Fame. A 12-year-old boy from Queens, New York, is okay, and so is the 7-year-old cousin he brought along with him on a drive from his home to the Delaware border. He took the wheel of his parents' Range Rover, and police were able to track him with the vehicle's Easy Pass. He stopped once on the five-hour trip to buy cookies with his dad's credit card. These people live near the family. That's very brave to even get behind a car at 12. Everyone gets the temptation at that age to do something crazy. Just hope as a parent that they don't hurt themselves or anyone else. It's thought a social media challenge prompted the excursion. Police say no charges are going to be filed. It looks like some in the Trump inner circle could be headed south in January. Jared Kushner and Ivanka Trump appear to be planning for life post-D.C. in Miami. The New York Post says the couple's plunked down more than $30 million for a plot of waterfront land on exclusive Indian Creek Island owned by Julio Iglesias. 
the island's nickname, Billionaire's Bunker, for its 13-man security force and just 29 homes. Famous neighbors include Jared's brother Josh and his wife, supermodel Carly Kloss. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. It's getting hard to keep track of all the monoliths in the news. First, there was the one in the Utah desert, then one in Romania, and the Isle of Wight off Britain. Now one has grabbed attention in California's Los Padres National Forest and another outside a candy shop in Pittsburgh. No mystery behind that one. The store built it as a gimmick to boost local business. That's the Roundup. I'm Steve Kathan, CBS News. If you like CBS News Roundup, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com slash survey. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. For more than two centuries, the White House has been the stage for some of the most dramatic scenes in American history. Inspired by the hit podcast American History Tellers, Wondery and William Morrow present the new book, The Hidden History of the White House. Each chapter will bring you inside the fierce power struggles, the world-altering decisions, and shocking scandals that have shaped our nation. You'll be there when the very foundations of the White House are laid in 1792, and you'll watch as the British burn it down in 1814. Then you'll hear the intimate conversations between FDR and Winston Churchill as they make plans to defeat Nazi forces in 1941. And you'll be in the Situation Room when President Barack Obama approves the raid to bring down the most infamous terrorist in American history. Pre-order The Hidden History of the White House now in hardcover or digital editions wherever you get your books.